This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spreading like this Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome, everybody, to the greatest show on earth. I uh, don't know what greatest show on earth means, but we are marking out. This is episode number 186, Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Isn't that, like, supposed to be P.T. Barnum in the circus? I don't know. Greatest show, uh, greatest show around? I don't know. Gene Simmons also... They say it for Kiss as well. Or do they say the hottest show on yeah, Earth? Yeah, they say the hottest. Well, the greatest show on Earth. Well, you never know. Well, we are the greatest online listening experience. Yeah, I am your host, Brandon. You can follow me on Twitter at BTTG161. Uh, you can find us uh, also on Twitter, Marking Out, at Marking Out. Facebook, Facebook.com slash Marking Out. You already heard Dave. You can follow him on Twitter at Dave the Rave underscore M O. How are you today, Dave? I am doing perfect. I couldn't ask for anything better today. Yeah. And, Hell uh, yeah. Brandon, how are you doing? Yeah. I, how are you doing? I'm doing awesome as always. Uh, we got a rather short show, I assume, this week. Because yeah. we don't have much to discuss. Um, some would assume that. You could you could kick it off right away with the, some fan questions, comments. All right, let's kick it off with B. Mountain B. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, we have received... No? Oh, what? Have, what? We, have we received an uh, anonymous general manager? Uh, you let me know. Sorry. It was your little ding dong. Oh, it was mine? Yeah, dick. Oh, I don't oh, have any what... eye products like that. Oh, I thought that, like, you were just... Yeah, no, I have my headphones in. Didn't hear it. All right, it's on mute. <laughs> Sorry I didn't comment last week, but I would just like to say, how dare the security at NYWC attack the almighty Bitco, and now dare the security mock my Zubas? I hope that there is more... Jo- uh, there, are, there, are more there is more joy in Bitco in NYWC. And that people realize how great he really is. Hashtag all hail Vitco. Thanks, guys. Follow me on Twitter at NYWC underscore sign guy. He is talking about NYWC wrestling, uh, Ryan Vitco. Um, and him and his, uh, I guess, I don't know, you want to say they're his outsiders, his goons, goons his team. His goonies. I mean, no, not his goonies. <laughs> I mean, you have Conway, Lemur, and Casanova, Valentine. Um, it's good. It's going to be interesting to see how much longer security is going to be able to hold them back with uh, Francis Kiplin uh, Stevens. Yeah, but it's definitely interesting. So everybody should be going to check out NYWC NYWCWrestling dot com. That was NYWCWrestling dot com. You should be go go check them out. Yeah, and also whatever else electronics that you don't have muted. Yeah, that, that was. <laughs> yeah, that was this, but I muted it. I, I so muted it. Of, it. I, I don't know. I'm gonna write a letter to Steve Jobs. Can't yeah, even right. receive the letter. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, up next, piece. yeah. Up next, we have Andrew F. Hey guys, back to comment this week. First off, regarding Paul Heyman. 
Him and Edge appeared on an episode of Chris Jericho's podcast, and it was amazing. Paul talked about how he was a photographer at a nightclub, and it led to him getting into the wrestling business. Really just have a few overall points. One, I've liked Ryback more and more every time he has appeared on television, and I, I think he still has a chance to be a star. Want to address this as we go? Yeah, let's do it up. Yeah, I completely agree with you. Yeah, I, I, I think I think we both would say that they completely dropped the ball with Ryback uh, yeah. when he had the feed me more feed me more chance and everything. I guess they dropped the ball with it though because of the Shield. Kind For, of. I mean, maybe because of the Shield, maybe because of Paul Heyman's uh, dislike towards Ryback. That's what we assume. Um, I mean, we hear things. so many different things, so it really, I don't know. I mean, yeah. hopefully, they're talking now, he had that tweet out there saying that he's going to be stepping away for a little bit, made a reference to CM Punk apologizing, tweeting out a picture of that. Apparently, there's a few things, either Ryback is injured, Ryback is leaving the WWE, um, apparently that picture with CM Punk is over an injury where CM Punk, uh, where Ryback, I guess threw um, CM Punk off the stage and actually injured him. So, but who and then, really knows? And then it's, yeah, it's, and then Ryback released a video f from what looked and sounded like a hospital thanking fans and everything. That's the thing. I mean, it's also Ryback. So we know that he has trolled the internet universe, the IWC before. So who really knows what to believe? I mean, it is pro wrestling. You really don't know. Hopefully yeah. if it is an injury that everything is a-okay with him if he had surgery hopefully he recovers soon and gets back in the ring as soon as possible yeah it's like yeah absolutely uh up next he says nxt keeps getting better in my opinion except for mojo rawley mm -hmm. i completely agree with this as well uh mm -hmm. mojo is just not doing it he's just yeah. i don't understand the gimmick i don't understand to me, he looks like a tall, muscularish. Oh, not even pump. muscular. Oh, I was like, "What are you talking about?" Not big Papa Pump. Yeah, I was gonna say Nikolai Volkov. <laughs> <laughs> and I just don't understand the stay hype. Like it's like, I don't know how tall he is, but he looks like a seven foot tall fucking frat guy. He really does, and I don't even. Even though he did play in the NFL and everything, I just don't see the draw factor of him being an NFL player. I just don't get it. I'm not a fan of it. I don't like the gimmick at all. Um, I don't think he's impressive in the ring. I think the only re reason he is around is because of the association with the NFL. Yeah, he's slowly turning into Mongo. And, and he's a little bit past Pac-Man. I was about to be like, what do you mean Pac-Man? We're talking about <laughs> <laughs> Completely forgot about Adam Jones there. Mm. Uh, and, and then he goes on to say, I'm interested to see how they go about using Lesnar up until WrestleMania. Can you see him getting so out of control that the authority almost turns face and uses someone who's beaten all their guys to take him out? Uh, thanks for the awesome podcast as the road to 200 is winding down from the number two, number two mark. I don't know why I read that twice. I don't at, know, but it worked. At Drew Femme. 97. Um, um, I don't see that happening. I didn't think of that happening, though. Um, I wouldn't be against that happening. I just, I don't, 
I don't what? know. I don't want to see that for the simple fact that Brock was Triple H's plan C. That is true, but he can get out of hand. I mean, just like Frankenstein and Frankenstein's monster. Okay, okay. I mean, relax there. Nobody watches I mean, movies from the 1600s. If Lesnar gets out of hand, they could always go to someone else to uh, try to dethrone Lesnar. But that, that's like, oh, but I don't know. Maybe they try to convince Rollins to do it. They hype <laughs> him up. and every, Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. They hype up Rollins to do it. Like, they instigate him and everything. Be like, you got it. You can do it. We got your back. And then when it gets down to it, he cashes in. He's almost, he's going his best. They're putting on a good match. And then he just ends up getting the shit beat out of him. And blames the authority, saying that he should have never trusted them and everything, shouldn't have listened to them. And then you have that reunion, reunion, what the hell am I thinking? Reunion, that's a good word. Yeah, right? The reunion of possibly Rollins and someone else. I don't know. But what I guess Rollins... Possibly actually, no, no, no. Forget there's that. only... <laughs> I know, but forget that, forget that reunion idea anyways. But it does get Rollins away from the authority. I don't see that happening at all, and I thought I was laughing because I thought you were going to say The Rock. The Rock? Yeah. No, I would hate that. Why would I you mean, hate that though? For The Rock to go up against Brock? I want. We spoke about it. I want to see if anything, if they get The Rock involved. I think WrestleMania: The Rock versus Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. Right. That's what I want to see too. Hopefully, yeah. somehow that'll lead to that. I don't see the Authority turning somewhat face. I don't see them. I don't see Brock getting too out of control where... No, I don't see that as a base turn, though. But either, even if, that, even I so... See, I see the authority still being uh, a heel, uh, heel uh, stable faction. Even so, like, who would they get? Like, the only... That would... Like, the only possible... That would make no sense. I was going to say the only possible person it could be is Undertaker, but that wouldn't make sense because he beat Undertaker at WrestleMania. Yeah. Like, there's nobody there. Goldberg? No. Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Brock Lesnar? Would it lead to that? No, thank you. Hulk Hogan versus Brock Lesnar? I God hope not. Yeah. Oh, no. Forget that. But Mr. America versus Brock Lesnar. Ah, now you're onto something there. I don't know. You're onto something. But that was our comments and questions this week. Yes, Man. thank you very much to you too. Uh, yeah, if you guys want to leave a comment for next week, do it. Don't even think twice. Just do it. Yeah, don't think twice. It's all right. It is. Yeah. It's all right. So how about we get on to... The hoe train? Oh. oh. Train. All right, let's move on nobody. to sports entertainment. Well, I mean, we didn't really move off of it. Let's just click go on to SmackDown. All right. Uh, let's kick it off with the bads. Yeah, SmackDown kicked off. Why do we continuously say kicked off? SmackDown opened up with a Randy Orton promo, and I was just not having it. Mm -hmm. I, I don't understand why, why continuously give Randy Orton TV time to talk when I just simply don't care. And if I don't care, I, I can't be the only one who doesn't care about this. This, no. Everything that Orton accomplishes in like the five to ten minute segment that he's out in the ring can be done backstage. No, for sure. There's no reason for Orton. I, I still don't see the reason for a promo to take place in the ring. 
Sometimes I do. Sometimes I definitely see the the reason why a promo should be taken, or I mean, not get taken, given out in in front of a live audience. It has to be a very good reason, though. But for like an inter- interviews, even I never understood why. Like after a match, after a match, I could kind of understand, like, oh, here so and so with with Kofi Kingston or something. But for the most part, I don't see the the fact. I don't see the reason why an interview takes place out in front of the ring. There are mm-hmm. they're good they're good reasons for it, but very rarely uh, do I think that. I I don't yeah. Uh, we also had Rusev defeating Sin Cara in the beds. Yeah, I thought this was a completely very pointless match. Yeah, uh, it doesn't really. Imp- it's just really a show of strength for Rusev. Not I don't like what is a little it, bit. What does beating Sin Cara with very minimal work do for Rusev though? Yeah, I don't I don't get it. And, and to me, that the whole five count thing, man. After the match ends, the referee should count five. Rusev still got the accolade on. He's not breaking it on Sin Cara. You start counting one, two, three, four, five. Boom, DQ. I don't understand where these rules go. They just go out the window. They pick and choose when they want to enforce the rules. It's just so stupid, and I hate that. And then, well, yeah. and even more so, I don't know. Afterwards, Mark Henry came out, and Rusev walked off. I don't know. That's mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. After that, uh, in the bands, we have Rob Van Dam versus Randy Orton, which ended in a no contest. Yeah, uh, that's really the actually. I don't know. You didn't like the like it at all. No, I didn't. Because I mean, I didn't I mean before mind it. before the match took place, RVD was backstage, I believe, talking to Renee Young, and Randy Orton attacked him. So I guess that sets up this match. But this match, all it was, was Randy Orton just beating down Rob Van Dam, mm-hmm. just to just to, to send a, a warning to Roman Reigns. To me, AKA, this to me this AKA was pointless. To, I think it's really just because RVD's done with his contract. So Absolutely, you're gonna and, have him lose, 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 lose. And what I was gonna say is that it was pointless. But maybe if it was someone else closer to Reigns or someone that would mean more, that Randy Orton was sitting here beating up, I would have cared more. But mm-hmm. there's absolutely zero connection. Oh, Rob Van Dam gets attacked before his match, or before a match is set up between him and Orton. That's why I'm supposed to care about it? That's stupid. It doesn't make sense. Uh-uh. Not at all. And um, I guess now we can move on to the goods. Yeah, there's no middle, so right on to the goods. Yeah. Uh, Seth Rollins defeated Jack Swagger. Yeah, by uh, count by count, out. by count out. But in a, I thought it was a good match, though. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I liked I liked how there was a moment where Swagger Swagger looked very strong in this match as and so did Seth Rollins. Um, you had the moment you had like the moments where Swagger had the uh, Patriot lock, but he was on the outside of the ring. And it's, it's really amazing how not boring Jack Swagger currently is. Yeah, I, if, if this match took place two years ago, I think both of us would have been like. I don't want to watch this. I'm disappointed with this. You know what? Maybe last year I would have liked it just because he was with Zeb Coulter. It was really once he joined up with Zeb Coulter. That's not just last year. That's been since 2012. Has it really been that long? Oh, right? not 2012. Sorry, 2013. I was I was for a second. Yeah, confusing, last year I was confusing the WrestleManias. <laughs> no, yeah, last year. Yeah, um, I, mean, I don't know when did he start coming with Zeb Coulter? Around uh, WrestleMania, around there. Maybe a little bit before. Definitely before WrestleMania. Yeah, before. But 
I mean, I thought it was very good. That curb stomp, I, I was impressed with. Yeah, when Jack Swagger, he had the eight count to get back in the ring. Rollins got in, and Swagger went to get in, and Rollins hit him with the curb stomp while he was coming through the ropes. And uh, that re reset the count, and Swagger lost. Yeah, I actually I like the fact that they reset the count too. Yeah, I was I was gonna get so pissed if they didn't. Yeah, I was like, um, no, they better restart that count. He got back in, mm -hmm. but afterwards, uh, Bo Dallas again came out, cut a promo on Jack Swagger. So it's apparent, I guess, at some point we'll see them face off. Mm -hmm. uh, and Bo was like that. He, he Bo said he's willing to become the new American sweetheart just because. Jack Swagger let everybody down at SummerSlam by losing to Rusev in the not flag match flag match. And that he did. That he did. He didn't let um, me down. And Natalia defeated Paige. Yeah. Um, thanks to AJ. Yeah, during the match, AJ came out. She skipped off with the Divas Championship. Uh, Paige, just like a Looney Tune, went and got it. And... Uh, I guess she got back into the ring, but right away got locked into the sharpshooter when she got back in, which is what I just said. But mm -hmm. <laughs> now you did. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm not. Am I the only person that's losing interest in AJ versus Paige? Uh, AJ versus Paige. Don't want to fucking see it. AJ versus Natalia. I'll take scoop after scoop of that. AJ versus Natalia. Uh, did I say AJ? Yeah, definitely didn't mean AJ at all. Okay. I, I'm done with AJ. I checked out with AJ three and a half months ago, four months, five months ago. Probably at the Royal Rumble I checked out with her. I don't know. They they need to start putting uh, Naomi back on Raw, back on SmackDown, and involve her with Paige. And that instead of AJ, just because AJ is a name doesn't mean you have to push well, her. Well, it's not. I don't think it's because of that. I think this is AJ's last thing. I think this is AJ's absolute last thing before... Oh, like you we'll think? See, yeah, I really do. I think we'll see AJ versus Paige at Night of Champions again for a rematch. And Paige will pick up the victory. And that, boom. Goodbye. Do we expect uh, new people to be coming up after that? Or I, they like kind of replenish what you lose? I want to curse right now so bad. I really hope not, Charlotte. And All that, right. I have a feeling, or that, not I have a feeling, but everybody's saying on the internet that on September 11th, that NXT arrival or whatever takeover, whatever it's called again, um, Charlotte versus Bailey. Yeah, I think Bailey's gonna win it. Everyone's saying ba uh, Charlotte's gonna lose her championship and debut for WWE up on. You the know main what? Roster. Let her though. That's what I'm saying, but let, I don't want to see that. Let her, let her debut and let her show everybody that all right. Well, she's not. She's not uh, good enough yet. I don't think fans are going to see that. And I don't think WWE is going to do that just because she's the daughter of Ric Flair. I think she's going to come out. Everyone's going to do the woo. She's going to do her little fucking four moves. Mm -hmm. She's going to come out. People are going to be like, oh my God, that's Ric Flair's daughter. I mean, I don't think she's awful, but I definitely I'm not going to ignore the fact and be ignorant that she does need a lot more training before she's... Uh, Good enough to be on the main roster. I think she's terrible. She the only reason why that match that she had on that last fucking NXT show with Natalia was so good was because of Natalia. Mm -hmm. There's no way that was the greatest Divas champion match, not champion Divas match of all time, woman's match of all time. Charlotte is a garbage wrestler. She's terrible on yeah, the mic. Yeah, I, I don't think that was she's, even close to being like one of the best. 
Terrible on the mic. Proved it last night on NXT. She can't talk for shit. She can't mm-hmm. wrestle for shit. She, oh, look, you can lock a figure four ne- a neck lock. Cool. I could do yeah. that. I've been doing that since I was two. He has. I didn't even watch wrestling back then. He has. It hurts. Um, let's move a little bit off of Paige and them, though. A little uh, bit or really off a bit? Yeah. Speaking, Gold Star, speaking of off a bit. <laughs> Gold Star defeated uh, Wyatt's. Yeah, Goldust um, and Stardust defeated Luke Harper and Eric Rowan. Good match. Definitely yeah. a good match. And then, uh, um, yeah, Gold Star got the crap beaten out of them after the match, after they picked up that victory, though. Yeah, Luke Harper was about to win, and Stardust broke it up. And uh, Goldust ended up winning with that schoolboy. But like you <laughs> said, Harper and Rowan beat them down afterwards. But, man, this match was great. This yeah, match- I think... I think that I think Gold Star is a perfect tag team right now to kind of uh, keep this tag team division alive. Yeah, like because it gives a little bit of uh, variety in there, and especially as well. I'm going to jump ahead a little bit with the, I guess now, if you want to call it a heel turn. Well, don't jump ahead yet. Uh, all right. So and I don't call it a heel turn. I don't call it a heel turn. But oh, I never heard the Wyatt's new theme song until. Uh, rewatching this clip, I actually like it. No, no, you can't like the full of it. I don't know. I I only heard whatever they played whenever it was on the. It begins with the little clip. fucking girl singing. We've got the whole world in our hands. Uh, I didn't hear that part. It may. It's so out of character. It does not fit. Yeah. I'd be fine, one hundred percent fine, with just that instrumental swamp gas track, whatever they call it, mm-hmm. minus the little girl that's singing. He's got the whole world in his hand. Ah, eh, whatever. I fucking hate children singers. They, they, they're so fucking entitled. Don't trick or treat at Brandon's house. He'll beat the shit out of you. What does that mean? That's you trick hate, or you treat. Hate kids. I said hate. I hate child singers. Yeah. That's like that one episode. I always wanted to punch that kid in the right, right in the fucking face. The kid on <laughs> Full House. On Full House, he comes out. I'm a Yankee Doodle Dandy. Boom. I just want to punch him right in the fucking knock face. Knock him out. All right, talking about knocking out. And knockout punches. Yeah, talking uh, about that. Roman Reigns defeated The Miz. Um, but yeah, not this really. Match, yeah, not much yeah. happened. During, it, was, it was expected. Yeah, during the match, Randy Orton uh, started to make his way down to the ring, and he kept sliding in and out to uh, distract Roman Reigns. Help me out. Why? Right. Oh, why? Is the referee not throwing Randy Orton right? to the backstage area? That was my next fucking thing I was going to say. Why? I don't understand. If you're a referee and you see Randy Orton slithering, sliding his way in and out of the ring, boom, that's calls for get the fuck away from the ring. Right? You have no no reason to be here. But that's Ban WWE. it from ringside. But that's WWE. That, Ban that, it from ringside. That you know, that would, that would have happened to the Wyatt family. But, and it has happened to the Wyatt family where they barely got involved and they get kicked out. Of ringside area. In the last six months, I feel like I've just been saying, "Why did the referee not do this? Why oh, did he not do this?" Exactly. But oh, that's, FY, that's, FYI, yeah. uh, the new JBL and Cole show was just released. Can I not just released? Can I? Did you watch it yet? No, I, I'm gonna watch it. Let me take a break. Uh, do you care if I spoil something? Uh, I'll unplug my headphones because I actually like this show. Well, I'm not gonna spoil it then, but I'll All talk right. about it after our break then with you. All right, that works. But after that, after Roman Reigns defeated Miz, uh, uh, Randy Orton got in the ring, and and then him and Reigns brawled. And then mm-hmm. that was SmackDown, and uh, you know since we don't have much to talk about 
right now on this episode. You want to talk wanna just take about a... WWE cheap pop? Oh, no. <laughs> first of all, first of all, how much money do you think that fan is getting, if at all anything? Wait, that fan? What yeah. fan? Did you not watch Cheap Pop? Yeah, I did. The fucking Undertaker fan. Undertaker. Oh, 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 yeah, right? He has to be getting, starting to get some money. I wonder. And it's did, all over. I still wonder. Did Ms. Girl actually get a Slammy delivered to her? Mm. Remember that? Remember Ms. Girl? Of course. You know, of course. And, but the main question is how many people remember the Berserker and Adam Bomb? Yeah, what like what would Adam Bomb like what is he thinking? Like, oh, I'm currently in a WWE thing. Am I getting money for that? No, probably not. As Berserker, probably not. I would love to see the Berserker in a few new wrestling matches. I thought that was funny how he ends the Huss, Huss. Oh, that was a great promo, I do feel. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good. Um yeah, let's take a break then. Yeah, and we'll be right back here on Marking Out. Hi, this is Dennis Haskins, Mr. Belding from Saved by the Bell and Independent Wrestling, and you're listening to Marking Out. That's right. Welcome back to Marking Out, pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. As we took a time out, sort of speak. <laughs> wow, really? Really? <laughs> yeah, so Dave could uh, go watch the JBL and Cole show. I'm quite disappointed, though. Why? Because uh, Zack Ryder was not on it? Uh, no, although that's disappointing in itself. But yeah. the point, when I watched it this morning, or not this morning, like, I don't know, an when hour and a half ago, an hour and a half ago maybe. Okay. The part with Dolph Ziggler when he walks in and does a timeout originally was just uh, green screen. No <laughs> shit. Yeah. So he it goes they're in the office arguing whatever and you hear Ziggler say time out and like it just it cuts to a green screen and then Ziggler walks onto the screen and says the the whole time out thing. Very interesting. I was like what like I was like did they mean to do this? That's uh, very interesting, you know. And like Ziggler's pointing at everything I'm like but he's just pointing to the green screen did they mean to upload it with this like is this on purpose because maybe Maybe it's like a joke, like, oh, Zack Ryder and Dolph Ziggler are taking over, so we're going to, like, fuck with them or something. That's funny. So you're completely confused with that. Yeah, and then when you watch it again, and I watched the link, and I was like, oh, son of a bitch, they fucking messed up. They messed up big time. But yeah. that was that part of the show. And that was the end of that chapter. Uh, how about we move on to, and I mean this, just try. Let's try to move NXT? on to. No, let's move on to Monday Night Raw. Mm, Monday Night Raw. Nah, see, it was a lot better before. Like, you can't even Monday attempt. Monday Night No, stop Raw. putting the, ah, uh, like, you gotta fucking. Uh, no, take that crusty the crown, clown bullshit out of your your. All right. Place <clears throat> All right. And go deeper. Like. How? Like, uh, you just uh, got to start talking lower and and have the, the back of your throat, one, like, back of your throat night. closed off a little bit. Monday night, no, no, night no, no, add no. a little bit into the, add a little bit crusty Clown there. Monday. <laughs> Not Louis Armstrong. <laughs> 
Monday Night Nitro. I don't understand it. Everybody should be able to do it. Everybody should have a Bill Cosby impression. Monday Night Nitro. No, everybody should have a Bill Cosby impression. <laughs> Joe. That's your Bill Cosby impression? It was close. A Mickey Mouse impression is a Bill Cosby impression for you? It was very close. Everybody should have a Jerry Seinfeld impression. Uh, yeah, about that one. <laughs> how about even, you can't how even about attempt? Bets. You can't even attempt to do one. No. Like, what's that. the deal? What's the deal? See, everybody's got a Seinfeld impression. Everybody Everyone has a Seinfeld impression. Now I'm getting no. away from it. Yeah. Well, that was impression learning with Brandon. Yes. What else? What? How? How should I practice? Like, obviously, I have to go into a mirror and we start practicing a little what's, bit. What's just? What's the deal? What's the deal? And not that mine actually sounds like Jerry Seinfeld, but what's the deal? What's the deal? What's the deal? <laughs> oh my close? goodness! No, right. is mine close? Maybe with someone else. Is mine close though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Who seriously, else? is it? Yeah, no, hit, why hit, not? Hit, I, I feel like I'm watching Seinfeld right now. No, you don't. Hit me yeah, with it's on hit, the background. hit me with Fozzie Bear. Oh wow. Uh Waka Waka No. <laughs> um I mean that is what he says. Yeah, I have to I don't remember what he sounds like. Kermit. Kermit? Rock Waka Waka. <laughs> Kermit the... Oh, uh, yeah. Kermit. Hey there. All right, how Barbie. about I name some people for you to imitate? Not that it's going to work. All right. Uh, Louis Anderson. Fozzie Bear is as Christopher Walken. All right, Louis Anderson. Fozzie Bear is Christopher Walken. Fozzie Bear as Christopher Walken. You know, Kermit the Frog makes me want to do everything. That's terrible. Really? I don't know, why is this on the show even? Why is this uh, happening right now? I don't know. Should we like edit it out? I'm Louie Anderson. Survey hey. says. Oh, Tracy Morgan. I'm not doing Tracy Morgan. Come on, do Tracy Morgan. It's been I, so I just got through telling you I got to save my fucking voice. All right, Robert De Niro. Me. Robert De Niro. Did you see it? <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's all in the face. You can. You got to know it's all in the face and then laugh at that. <laughs> all right. So. Brandon, what are we moving on to? Let's kick it off with Monday Night Raw. Let's, let's kick do it. it. Let's do the bads first. All uh, right. Moving on to the bads. Monday Night Raw started with Michael Cole in the ring and uh, introduced Hulk Hogan, introduced Ric Flair, and then introduced the heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels. Why and do you see it like that? I have no idea. Shawn Michaels? Shawn Michaels. Michaels. And they sat in the ring at a commentating table just to give their opinions about Brock Lesnar and John Cena. And this is necessary because... It's like I thought they were doing this on the pre-show, and then they opened up Monday Night Raw with it. Yeah. John Cena made his way down to the ring and spoke about his rematch with Brock at Night of Champions. Mm -hmm. He said that he doesn't care about winning. He cares about a fight. Yeah, because obviously John Cena, after taking that whooping, he's ready for a fight with Brock Lesnar. This I mean, segment. I guess we're, we're going to get onto all that, but obviously he want, I don't understand why he would want to pick a fight with 
Brock Lesnar if he has so many injuries that he's healing from right now. This segment um, had – there was no reason to have the three Hall of Famers at all. No. Nope. What does it do for John Cena to have those um, Hall of Famers out there? What does it do for anything with this storyline? Nothing. I just I didn't understand it at all. The one thing that it does is it gets the audience being able to say, hey, I saw Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair, and, and uh, the other guy, Shawn Michaels. <laughs> yeah. So. I, I just I – don't, I don't get it. Stupid. Would I, right, would, I, would, I, would, would I pop if I was there? I, just like you said, just to get to the fans so they could say, I saw Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair, Shawn Michaels. Yeah. All right, moving on to the other bad. Um, it yeah, was Jerry Lawler. Nikki, what? Jerry Lawler hosted an in-ring segment. Oh, yeah. With uh, Nikki Bella and Brie Bella, which Jerry, Jerry looked like he was trying so hard not to. He's like just looking in his head, repeating, don't look down, don't look down. You've gotten caught with Paige. Don't look down, don't look down. Keep your eyes up, smile. Oh, look up, look concerned. Over and over again. That's what I guarantee you that had to have been going through Jerry Lawler's head. Probably. If I was, in, if I was judging him. Yeah, well, if I was in that ring, I'd be like looking down, looking up, looking down. Oh, look at that. Oh, not all the way down, but down. Oh, look at that bag of popcorn. That looks pretty good. Fuck um. you. <laughs> not every fat motherfucker looks at food all the time. Although, yeah, but although, oh, come on. You're not going to scan the, scan the crowd and see some food and be like, wow, I should have ordered that. No. I wouldn't because if I was working for WWE, I'd be backstage with catering. But if uh, oh, talking about catering, did you see the uh, did you see catering on no. that box backstage blog with Eden? No. Oh, uh, they interviewed the woman that does all the catering on a daily basis for them, and it looked pretty good. Looked pretty well, good. Apparently, they have one woman just working catering uh, for th over three hundred people. Well, I've heard from numerous people that the catering is really good. Yes. So have I. But um, what I was yeah, going to say, no, no, not about the segment yet. What I was going to say is that when you had cut me off with the whole food thing, I was going to say that if I did ever get caught staring, I would always look for the nearest food item. Be like, no, 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 I swear I was looking at this food item. Because I feel like that would work in my favor. It probably would. I mean, you wouldn't be looking over at a weight bench or anything like that. It's like, bro, are you fucking looking at my girl? It's like, no, I swear to God, there's a cheeseburger behind her, I swear. No, seriously, I'm just checking out that cannoli she's holding. Ugh, oh. I hate cannolis. Oh, cannolis are so good, dude. I hate cannolis. You know what also was pretty bad? You may hate. Yep. The acting in this entire segment. For, uh, actually, I take that back. It was pretty much one-sided. Right? Yeah. I'm, well, first, let's just say that Nikki was saying that she dislikes Brie because Brie always wanted the spot, spotlight on her and and Brie this, that, always wanted, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. But the entire time, the, all the crying and all that, it looked so fake. The only thing that saved this was, uh, which one was it, Brie? Nikki. Which one's yelling? Nikki. Okay. Was Nikki yelling and everything? She yeah. was very good in the segment, but Brie crying was awful. Yeah, send Brie to acting school. Absolutely. Yeah. Nikki ended up attacking Brie. This, they should that. both be taking acting classes down at NXT. Yeah, the whole thing, the whole segment was laughable. Yeah. I think that they would benefit from doing promo cutting in NXT. Yeah. Uh, or at the Performance Center. I honestly, I don't think that the... Uh, 
I don't think the Performance Center will help the Bella Twins. I think they should legitimately go out and find an acting coach. This is worse than Dixie Carter. No, not going to say that. Although I did say that. I take it back. I don't uh, think it's worse, worse than Claire Lynch. I think you could say... Uh, which one was the uh, one that was crying this time? That was Brie. How right? are you forgetting that? I don't know because I'm not Nikki's paying attention. Nikki's a bad girl. All right, so Brie... What is Nikki? To- what is Nikki? You have to say it. Nikki is the bad girl. And Brie? She's the one with John Cena. And Brie is married to Daniel Bryan. Brie is married to Daniel Bryan, and she's crying. She's yes. upset. Because she doesn't get to scream every single night. Yes, exactly. yes, yes. She left Nikki all by herself, and Nikki's very angry at her for that. And what Nikki said, first of all, I can't even <laughs> believe that made it to television. Were you laughing or coughing? No, I was laughing. Then I realized I didn't remember what you were talking about. <laughs> what were you gonna? Th- what were you thinking? I was gonna say. <laughs> what Nikki said, I can't believe allowed was allowed to make it to air. Was that? I hope you died in the womb. It's like what? How could you say that? Even if you're joking, like what? I know it's messed up. Uh, I mean, not that I'm like. It's not yeah. like. Yeah, it's wrestling. Whatever. It's just. It should have been delivered better, I guess. No pun intended there. Let's go on to the middles. Yeah. uh, First of all, we had Rusev. Well, first, let me before say that, that you and I disagreed much so on this. Yeah, I was a fan of the match itself. I was not a fan of the way that it ended, though. I don't like the fact that Rusev didn't break the hold. It's funny. I didn't even say, say Rusev defeated Swagger. Yeah, Rusev defeated him, um, but the yes. referee... The, he, yeah, the referee stopped the match. Yeah, even though the referee w- was acting as if he was tra- telling Rusev, get off him, get off him, and Rusev was uh, not listening to the referee, but Rusev was declared the winner. Yeah, normally I believe there would be a five count there, but there was absolutely no counting at all, which I think... What a like this is what this no because this goes back to the whole thing where for like the past six months I'm just with the referees not does that does that make sense to you no it doesn't um yeah it's just stupid it's like there should be the five count though would you think that as well or no yeah no I I agree and I should be respecting the I think they have to enforce the five count and when they don't it makes it makes it it takes a lot away from it. Yeah, and I think this is a complete way to kill a character or kill yeah. a wrestler uh, with momentum. I, Jack Swagger had yeah, so much momentum it, and then, it. boom, loses on pay-per-view. Then, yeah. boom, Monday Night Raw passes out. Are you yeah, kidding you can't, me? Yeah, you can't be showing that he's passing out for the move. Yeah, okay, we get it. He's not going to say, I quit. Maybe it will build to an I quit oh, match of Swagger versus Rusev. That sounds like what it's going to be. Yeah. Is that, but th- does that even make sense to you? Could you pass out from that? No. From somebody Maybe stomping on your... They're going to say he passed out from the pain. But because he didn't want to say, I quit. I still like but, that And then, time. of course, in Swagger, they're going to have that big match. And then Swagger's going to finally get his revenge on Rusev. I was going to say that I still like that time when it was Kent Shamrock versus Mankind. And Kent Shamrock had the ankle lock locked on. And Mankind gave himself the mandible claw. And passed out, and they were like, the winner of this match, Kent Shamrock, because Mick Foley passed out from the mandible claw. <laughs> like, yeah. And that, when, would they, when did they ever used to say winner by submission of whatever the move was called? 
don't know. No, but when did they ever uh, say like, "Oh, Ken Shamrock won via the ankle lock"? I, I, just, I still thought it was funny. Then Ken Shamrock got all pissed and beat the shit out of people. I think I'm not. We also, yeah, uh, we also had a yeah backstage. Bo Dallas was shown oh. talking to Jack Swagger, telling him to Bo leave. So yeah. that's and definitely, definitely, we're seeing some sort of swagger and cares about. Bo Dallas and Swagger storyline. I care, David. Um, Dean Ambrose eulogy given by Seth Rollins uh, and Kane at ringside as well, and then Roman Reigns interrupted that. I guess kind of sticking up for his uh, his Shield buddy, yeah. uh, Dean Ambrose, and then they ended up getting in a, uh, making a match. Roman Reigns. Well, versus yeah. Well, they ended up brawling. They ended up uh, brawling. Yeah, they brawled and then but the match before, was made. Yeah, before anything further could happen, Rollins and uh, or to Rollins, Kane pulled pulled him out of the way and walked off, which then led right into Roman Reigns defeating You're Kane. Out so many more words instead of cutting to the chase. Yeah, jeez. Roman Reigns defeated Kane and Seth Rollins via disqualification. Yeah, but it was a decent match. Um, I like the fact where I like the end. Where, I, I'm uh, not a fan of that. I, I like the end. Roman, the same Reigns end. Was, Roman Reigns was going to throw the uh, cinder block at Seth oh, Rollins. That's not what the end. While he was in the turn uh, against the turnbuckle, Rollins moves out of the way and uh, Reigns launches that cinder block right into the turnbuckle. That is not the ending I thought you were talking about for a second. Well, not for a second. I for the whole thing. I thought you were going to talk about the ending to the actual match where Seth Rollins caused the disqualification. By breaking up the pin with the briefcase. I'm okay with that as well. That's what I didn't like. Why didn't you like that? Because I I felt like it was such a... I don't know. I don't. It's a cheap way out, because, but that's how it's supposed to be. I feel they're like heels. it wasn't strong enough of a move, I think. Of course it is. It's a briefcase. It's, it's, it's their not, heels. It's, it's not. It maintains their heel status to use a weapon. I, Seth I Rollins think, has to use the briefcase. But yeah, I agree with that, but I don't think the briefcase is like, oh, I'm going to hit him on the back. Oh, once, yeah. once. Okay, but even still, that's happened so many times. Whenever you use that briefcase, and usually it's one hit, and the person's down and out for five minutes. I, don't I know. mean, it's just the way pro wrestling is, dude. I don't know. That's then, how pro wrestling is. And then the whole thing. You get hit with a plastic bag, and you sell it. Yeah, that's that is true. True story. Yeah, but then that all that everything happened with the cinder block. I guess that's cool and all. I uh, still just don't buy the center block thing. I, I don't. I don't get how. You, I, it's so just, you can. I'm, so hold on, like I don't know. Yeah, go ahead. Say it. You can buy no. one. <laughs> you can take you're, selling. You're them. trying to bring so much reality. But into it's not wrestling. But that. I, I mean, you're you're like by tr- trying to tell me that one hit with the briefcase isn't going to do much damage by saying that the cinder block doesn't break like that. Yeah, they tell like, me, oh, don't, don't try this at like home, and then they go ahead and hit do, do these things. Yeah, but you're mixing, like, like, the reality with acting in pro wrestling. It's this era. I mean, it's like when, when a limo... cinder block and, try, and actually put someone, put their head on a uh, cinder block no, that's and try not, to cause damage. That's, that's not why. They're doing it because the stat, whatever they're using breaks. Exactly. So, so why am I to believe you, that that's real? Every other fan does. Stop believing that. Like, I don't get it. You're. I, don't, I just don't get what your view is. It's like a chair shot. I understand that can hurt because that's a chair. You sit on a chair. It's not. But if they go ahead and, and, and put like a fucking, I don't know, 
What kind of, what, like a, a clay chair? Hey, you know when they throw punches, they don't really hit each other? Yeah, but that at least okay. makes that they're selling. That looks good. Uh, yeah. A cinder block. I know how a cinder block this, works. Okay, well, obviously that you know how a punch and a kick work. <laughs> so I really think that your argument of this is invalid. I don't know. It, it just doesn't look real enough for me. But talking about looking real. We fought about this next one, too. Most Matadores looked very real in their, uh, I guess, return to Raw. Yeah, they defeated um, Slater Gator. Yeah, I'm annoyed at this for the fact that I want to see Slater Gator get used and get the victory. But they're I getting that, used. But I think that they could have picked up the victory in uh, an argument fashion, as opposed to an argument kind of leading to them losing. I think that they could have... But how could that have happened? What would, that, what would the situation there be like? Well, one of them could have hit a finisher, and then the other one does like slaps him on the back, gets in there, hits his finisher, and then does the pin. And then they argue as the referee's holding up their hands. I mean, we've seen it done before. I just I think, should, I I just think this is something... Win. But I just think this is something newer. Something new where, oh, this tag team, they're a tag team, but they don't really know why they're a tag team. I don't know. The only the only thing that you do know is that we're not going to be talking about Los Matadores. I'm fine with Los Matadores. I'm a fan I of just, Los Matadores. I think that they are the fly on the wall that's just going to skim by. I don't know. I think they move great in the ring. They're great wrestlers. We already know who they are. I don't think they're great wrestlers. I think, I think so. I think they're. I don't think they're bad. I don't, no, I don't think I they're don't half think decent. They're I, I would, think they're I, great. I wouldn't toss out great. Who's a great wrestler then? A great? Stone Cold Steve Austin. Moving on. See, I wouldn't say he's a great wrestler. Bo Dallas defeated Kofi Kingston with a botched finisher. Um, I, was, I thought the finish was very weakened by that botched finisher. I mean, nothing. And nothing. wasn't this also weird that the entire his uh, stable mates weren't alongside Kofi Kingston? Well... I think WWE kind of dropped the ball there, and I think they should roll with Langston, Kingston, and, and, and Xavier Woods being in the same group. Apparently, that's not happening. Well, apparently it is, though, because on house shows, they're working together, but, but they're working on some house shows, they're working as heels, and on other house shows, they're working as faces. So, so I think maybe right they're still now, building it, trying to decide whether it was going to be yeah, there's, I think WWE is still a little bit hesitant with putting them together. And they're, they just want to see how well all of them work together at the house shows. And then if something works, then it works. I think they I mean, can it's, do it's it. Not, it, it. All it's going to do is help build Kofi Kingston. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't see, the most, okay, maybe we'll build Xavier Woods, but only for his mic factor. Right. Um, in ring, I'm not, I'm not too, uh, thrilled with Xavier Woods Why? and Biggie, Biggie is just gonna, wait, what don't you like about Xavier Woods? Um, I don't know. It's something about him. I just, I, I, I'd rather hear him on the mic than see him in the ring. I don't know. I think if you watch more Xavier Woods matches, then I'm, I'm a huge fan of Xavier Woods and I, I still think. I don't understand back even when the Royal Rumble happened, how he got dropped out of that. Yeah. I don't know. I just I really want to see Kofi Kingston as a heel and brought to that next level that I that I'm pretty positive you, me, and Chris would agree on this. That, Chris? <laughs> yeah. That Kofi Kingston can be on the next level if given the opportunity. 
I think so, 100%. And I hopefully, I do hope that WWE goes ahead with this group. I mean, everybody was talking about it when they kind of debuted. Not when they kind of debuted. When they debuted together. Not debuted together. When they all formed the group. Yeah. I I would just like to see Kofi Kofi Kingston as a heel. But, I mean, it doesn't, I don't, it's not necessary that he's in the group, though, in my mind. I just want to see him as a heel. Well, this this could help him do that. Yeah. But as right. as for this match, to me, nothing happened in it. And uh, the only thing worth noting is that afterwards, Jack Swagger ran down and uh, took out Bo Dallas afterwards, which is again what I said. Afterwards, she said, uh, John Cena rejuvenated. John Cena defeated uh, Bray Wyatt by DQ. Um, it was yeah. a new side of John Cena. A new was, side? Uh, yeah, he was angry. He was throwing a lot more German suplexes. Obviously, uh, um, I guess trying to send a message to Brock Lesnar, uh, doing some uh, ground and pounds, just trying to mix in some uh, UFC-ish moves. Yeah. And, uh, and the DQ came about when the Wyatt family got involved. Yeah. Which then led Big Show and Mark Henry to run down, which turned into a six-man tag player. And, yeah, player, player. And then they also picked up the victory over the Wyatts. Which um, John Cena took out the whole Wyatt family, basically. At the end of the match. Yeah, in my opinion, just to show that he's coming to fight Lesnar. All right, well. But does now, that do anything? What do you think about the whole boom? Boom, boom, right. done with the Wyatt family. Okay, well, that I am okay with because it's not going to – just like Cesaro, I don't think – all right, well, Ray Wyatt, he still has the saving grace that his mic skills and his promos, he can lose and he can cut a promo and he'll be right back up to where he was before that loss. But just for the, and, fact, just for the fact that Brock Lesnar tore John Cena apart and in well, my yeah, opinion – Okay, well, I was going to get to that, but you mentioned the White family, so I was going to cover that first. Um, but yeah, I don't get the fact that John Cena could, you could play it off that John Cena was demolished, he was destroyed, Superman was defeated by Doomsday. He is done, he is dead, he is injured, he is out. We don't know how bad his injuries are. He was torn, apo- uh, torn apart, completely squashed. Yet... And that was only two weeks ago. Was it even two weeks? Yeah, not even two weeks ago. It was one week he missed Raw, and then the next week, boom, exactly. Raw. He, he only missed he only missed one Raw, and now he's back on Raw. He's rejuvenated. He is a hundred percent. He has no bandages around his body. No uh, rib cage bandage. No leg. David, it's wrestling. No neck bandage. Uh, neck brace. No nothing. He is eight, but he is fired up in his promos. He is ready to battle in the ring. I don't like the fact that he didn't sell any injury, that they didn't have him sell any right. injuries. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure if they told him to put this brace on you, he would have done it. Even if he came out wearing a neck brace and during his promo in the off. beginning and then said, you know what, I may not be 100%, but I'm ready to take down Brock Lesnar and then takes off his brace and throws it on the floor. I would have been okay with that. At least they acknowledge the pain and the beatdown and the injury that he um, occurred, that, me, he, that he had happened to him. To me, all of this makes Bray look stupid. 
How does this make Bray Bray Wyatt still look strong? Oh, he could. You say that he could he could lose matches and then just cut a promo and and well, keep uh, on going. You're also talking to me, who I don't think Bray Wyatt is a main event or a top guy yet. I mean, but I don't. Just, but just just for the fact that Bray Wyatt's been on top of the game and he's this big powerful guy, so everybody's supposed to be scared about. Everybody's supposed to be scared of. I don't. And then John Cena, the guy who gets beat the fuck out, who in my opinion I said looks like an OVW jobber or an OVW main eventer, whatever. They're the same thing, probably. Uh, and then the next week on Raw, John Cena's there. Boom, defeats them. One, two, three. I don't think it does anything uh, for Bray Wyatt, obviously, but it doesn't do anything against Bray Wyatt. I don't think he is a character I thought that it made... is unbeatable. I don't know. I don't, I don't put him on the same level as Kane. Kane I, is unbeatable. I don't, I don't see... No, I, Bray even Wyatt, that, I, I don't think, think Bray so. Bray Wyatt is very beatable. I think Bray Wyatt's on the same manip- level as Kane. I definitely do not see and Bray I'm not Wyatt saying, And I'm not seeing it as Bray Wyatt as defeatable. I'm seeing it as Bray Wyatt shouldn't have lost that easily. But he didn't lose that easily. He also had a match previously to this six-man tag. What? So he, he, he did He did, did a total of what? Ten minutes? Duty. Eleven minutes? Maybe not even? That's not really double duty. How not? He had two matches. That's double I mean, duty. It's, yeah, but not really. It, it all flowed right into each other I, to make one match. Double duty. I still think that Bray Wyatt is fine with this. I think that the entire John Cena stuff, it was just stupid on creative's part to have him look um, so strong. I don't think that they had to make him look so strong at this current time. They could have had him sell the injuries for another Raw. At least give me one Raw where he's selling an injury. What, what do you, how do you see John Cena? Like In your mind, what makes John Cena eligible to beat Brock Lesnar now after this huge fucking beating at, at SummerSlam. I mean, honestly, we can't forget the fact that they have wrestled in the past. I mean, we know what they what John Cena can do to Brock Lesnar. Yeah, but for the fact that John Cena was torn apart. I think that you're going to be going into this, oh, John Cena looks a lot stronger now. He's ready to get him. But I don't, I don't care for it. Should they show John Cena training how Brock trains maybe? Yes, I think that that would help, but a lot was taken away from me in the fact that he didn't sell this uh, this big beatdown that you're trying to sell to me. I'm with you. I'm this right big, there with this you. This big beatdown that you're trying to sell to me, that you're showing me these promos, you're telling me that uh, John Cena was dethroned, that the Superman was killed, and now it's just like, it, it's just very, it takes so much yeah. from the storyline. But hey, Brock Lesnar looked awesome on Monday Night Raw this past week. Yeah, God bless him working that full schedule. I mean, jeez. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, so that let's, was let's move our- on. Let's move on to the goods, though. Oh yeah. Yeah, Cesaro defeated Rob Van Dam to become number one contender for the United States Championship. Then he stole that U.S. Championship right from uh, Sheamus. Yeah, Sheamus said uh, on and commentary. Threw right back in his face. And that has to hurt, right? Yeah, no. I Once I saw that, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, ooh. Like, I've held the real championship. That hurts. Yeah, that has I mean, to hurt. All right. Honestly, you may, you're going to disagree. But that even that cinder block, you put your head on that cinder block, depending on even if you use uh, an easier, easier uh, easy breakaway material – 
it's still going to have some sort of an impact on your head. Yeah, no, that's going to hurt. Exactly. Roman Reigns throwing the cinder block towards Randy Orton's head, if that connected, that would hurt. That they, The uh, curb stomp, no. Real, they definitely used a real cinder block for that one. No, they didn't. I No, they didn't. Jerry Lawler showed it. That's the same exact stupid fucking powdery bullshit that was used last week. It? He showed it on, on right after that happened. He goes, oh, well, this, this came by us. No, I didn't see it's the same thing. And that a cinder block wouldn't explode like that against a turnbuckle. Yeah, it would. No, it wouldn't. You ever see a sledgehammer hit a cinder block? Yeah, I've seen a sledgehammer hit a cinder block, and it doesn't explode it like that. But you throw it with enough uh, force against something that is strong as a turnbuckle. You felt the turnbuckle. Where can we before. Where can we buy cinder blocks? I don't know, but maybe we should have, like, I'm how, they have throw... myth, how they have myth busters. We should have, like, wrestling busters. And we'll just test out all of these uh, things that they had going on. We'll test that out. We'll test out whether or not whether <laughs> like, or not having a cast on your arm, if if that really hurts someone. We'll wait, oh, I thought you were going to say how many years does it take to heal an arm? Well, we'll do the Mr. Fuji test. Uh, What's the Mr. Fuji test? The rice in the eyes? Yeah, we'll test to see if rice in the eyes hurts anybody. We will test to see if powder does any. It makes a difference. Powder definitely would. All right, so that would be a positive on the wrestling busters. That'd be busted. Yeah, that would be busted. No, that would be true. No. Oh yeah, that would be what true. Other cinder block would be busted. Where you? And you have no idea where to buy a cinder block? Home Depot. Dude, we should start this show. And then we'll, well, we could also do like, uh, is it possible to eat a blister off someone's face? Okay, and that wasn't a blister. Okay. A boil. I don't know a what boil? it was. I don't think it was birthmark. I don't know what it was billed as. I don't think it was a boil. Birthmark or blister. I don't know. It might have been a birthmark, actually. Can but, shrinkage really help you if you're about to get your penis chopped off? Well, is test that off, what they said? What do you mean? That that wasn't shrink. Did He He didn't do shrink. Yeah. What? You don't remember, dude, the promo right after, Valerie just explained it, being like, I'm okay because it got it really got cold. It cold in that room. I thought it was just because the lights shut off. No, no. He went on. He had a promo or something mentioned about how cold it was. How did they get John Wayne Bobbitt? <laughs> that's so like. Yeah, that was funny. That that's that's off. so WWF. All right, so whatever. If you guys, if you listeners, uh, think of anything you want us to debunk, you let us know in your comment because you should comment and comment in question and comment on our website. Yeah, maybe we'll add this as a new series to mark it out. Uh, although I guess it'd be very difficult for you and I to film this together. We could do it separate. But uh, Cooking with Brandon Episode 3 should be coming soon. Potentially. Anybody have guesses? For what? As to what I'll be cooking? I don't know. Oh! You good, bro? Yeah, I dropped my water. Speaking of dropping water, Paige defeated Natalia. Uh, yes. I'm... What a terrible, a terrible segue. No, no, water was dropped. No, it was a terrible segue. Yeah, no, it was. I'm, uh, I'm really enjoying these matches between these two, and like I said, I'd really like to see more and more of this rather than uh, Paige and AJ. I don't even care about Natalia. I well, mean, I don't know though. I, it's, does, to me, she doesn't have a draw factor to me wanting to watch a match. I think it's a draw factor with the fact that she's good. Um, Paige is a great diva, and Natalia is a great diva. Obviously, they spent years perfecting it, and it's it shows in the ring. It shows that they're both miles above both people. Right now, the only person that I am actually going to YouTube and watching every matchup is Summer Rae 
and Becky Lynch in NXT. But I, I don't know. I, but that's still like that's more beginner stuff. But I that's still... like I don't know. I'm, I'm just maybe I, just, I'm just becoming not a fan of Natalia all that much. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but I thought Gold it... Star. Well, what? Uh, no, I have way more to say than Gold Star about uh, about this whole Jesus. thing. I thought, yeah, JBL of course thought Paige was going for the sharpshooter during the match. Which anybody who watches Paige wrestle should know that's how the setup goes for the PTO, not the sharpshooter. Everybody knows sharpshooter's left leg, am I right? Of course. And after the match, of course, like I like you just said, of course, yeah. AJ came out, and uh, Natalia hit Paige with the forearm, or the discus clothesline actually. And uh, AJ got in the ring, spoke spoke about being frenemies. With Paige and then hugged her and kissed her hand. I don't think frenemies announce to one another that they're actually frenemies, do they? Yeah, no, you kind of let bygones be bygones. I mean, I'm a 25 year old dude. I don't really recall the last time. Ah, uh, you're near 30, dude. <laughs> yeah, near I am 30. near 30. Thanks uh, for reminding me. But I don't think that they announce that they're frenemies. I don't think. I don't know if somebody like I would love to know who's writing this this storyline to, yeah, to say that. Stupid. Um, Gold Star defeated the Usos um, by countout, count out, though. Yeah. By countout, which was a great. Then, I thought it was a great way to end that match. Oh, I thought I thought it was fantastic. And then Goldust. It, it was a tag team championship match, might we add? Yeah, for the championship. And Goldust got very pissed off. Got on that mic and started uh, letting out his frustration about they worked so hard to get this match and this isn't how it's going to end. Yeah, he said that this is this is Jay Uso did this on purpose basically and got himself counted out. Yeah. So, and then and uh, he wanted the match restarted right then and there. Yeah, then Cody and Goldust proceeded to attack Stardust and Goldust. Oh yeah, yeah. Started to uh, attack the Usos and the crowd was still cheering for them. Um but I am fascinated with Gold Star. I want to watch I, I, there are another people, person, uh, tag team on YouTube that I always make sure that I watch their matches because them together is just, it's a perfect tag team. You say Gold Star, Justin Roberts says Gold and Stardust, JBL says fucking Dust Brusters, King says Dust to Dust, Michael Cole says the Cosmic Brothers, fuck. Yeah, everybody got a name. How about just everyone saying Goldust and Stardust? So now, what do you say about this? Are they going to face off at Night of Champions? I would think. I would think probably next week will be a singles match between the tag team. And then whatever are, it is. Do you think it's going to be a two on two, or do you think another tag team is going to make their way in there? Hmm. Hmm. I don't see. An, I just see it being a straightforward tag team match. And unfortunately, I see this being on the pre-show uh, as well. I hope not. If it is on the pay-per-view. You know what pissed me off during this match, though? What? The the camera guy missed when... Oh, uh, yeah! When Stardust went and jumped out of the ring. Yeah. Um, and then they also missed another part, too. Yeah. Afterwards, I think, when Goldust maybe started attacking them or something. Yeah, they missed like the first like uh, hit or something like that. Yeah. And I just didn't get it. Um, That's the camera work, though. Yeah. Uh, Ziggler defeated Damian Mizdow. Yeah, before the match, Miz introduced Damian Sandow as his stunt double, being Damian Mizdow. Uh, I 
I like that as soon as Sandow lost this match, Miz was on commentary. Get up. He goes, nope, he's fired. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I legit, that's something. I thought it was funny. That's something I legitimately laughed at. <laughs> it was good. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and that was Monday Night Raw, right? Yep. Nothing really else about that. Uh, let's talk about some NXT, though. Yeah, this week, this past week, is uh, we're counting down the days to NXT Arrival. Takeover. 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 I keep saying Arrival. Why do I say that? Yeah, NXT Takeover. Yeah, it kicked off the Ascension, defeated two jobbers, doing absolutely nothing for me. And doing absolutely nothing for the Ascension as well. Yeah, like, oh, the Ascension, built up as the best tag team in NXT history, facing jobbers. Yeah, let me know how that goes for you when you get called up to the main roster. Yeah. And then uh, after that, we had a new general manager announced for NXT, that being uh, William Regal, who, yeah, I, who very, I believe is now the two-time general manager. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, very happy about this. I mean, William Regal is unbelie- He's an unbelievable talent in the ring and on the mic. Uh, he will always have it. He's a future Hall of Famer. And I'm so happy to see that he's still with NXT and still working with them. Uh, him on commentary is amazing. He's been on commentary recently, though, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty positive he's he's joined them here and there. So I, yeah, I, I, it's weird that they switch off every so like every other week or whatever. Yeah, uh, but in his first move, he ended up setting. Not really uh, his move, though. I don't. Well, know yeah, name. kind of Adrian Neville, the NXT champion, requested. He wants a, a match defending his championship at NXT TakeOver. And he's going to be Adrian Neville, the champion, versus Tyson Kidd. Yeah, who made versus, his way He made his way down to say, oh, I should be hold the on, number hold on. one contender. Versus Tyler Breeze versus Sami Zayn. Yeah. Well, so, Tyson Kidd first made his way down, said he should be one-on-one. Then okay. Tyler Breeze made his way down, said he should be versus Neville. And then Zayn did the same thing. Uh, thanks for that essay. Yeah, you fuck you. Ask. You get an F. Um, I did get an F. You get this, an F. This is going to... I'm excited to see this Fatal 4-Way match. Uh, definitely. And we kind of saw a little bit of it build up um, later on in the night where Sami Zayn teamed up with Adrian Neville to take on Tyson Kidd and Tyler Breeze. And they lost. Um, by accident, Sami... Or maybe by accident... Definitely by accident. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what his intentions were, but Sami Zayn nailed Neville with the halufa kick while Neville was on the turnbuckle. Um, by Tyson Kidd moved out of the way. Pretty positive it was Kidd. And then Kidd ended up stealing a victory, uh, pinning, pinning uh, Zayn. And no, pin Neville, right? Yep. Pin Neville. But then right after, he nailed another halufa kick to Kidd. So... Yeah, what do you think about that? No, I liked uh, I liked this match, and I liked the whole setup. I w- it was like the oh one tag team screwed up and the other tag team screwed up. It was nice. Yeah, it was good. Um, you also had Bailey defeating Sasha Banks to become the number one contender to take on the NXT Women's Champion Charlotte at NXT TakeOver. Yeah, then that's when Charlotte came out and cut that god-awful promo. Yeah, very happy to see this, though. Uh, that is for sure. Yeah, another, we also... What? Yeah, an- no, another match that was announced for NXT TakeOver 
was Bull Dempsey versus Mojo Raleigh. Yeah, we just saw Bull Dempsey on NXT defeat Angelo Dawkins. Uh, I mean, I don't know how much that actually does against uh, Mojo, but... Uh, what? No, nah, I'm just... <laughs> yeah, no, um, I, I think that it's going to help out Bull Dempsey. He has a, a look to him that it's, it's very questionable. I don't know if he's going to get over or not with the live audience. He has to. I don't know. I have to see it play out. He's this huge guy that's fucking rock. I don't know. I don't know if he's going to... I don't know how... He looks like a boulder. He's no possible way that he can't get over. Yeah, As long as they don't stick him with the shitty gimmick like Brodus Clay did. He's not too tall though, right? I don't know. He's pretty tall, I think. When we met him, um, I don't think he was that tall. I'm pretty sure he was a lot taller than me. He's how much? Six foot two. Oh, that's, that's what he's still taller as. than me. That's what he's listed as. It's still a lot taller than me. But I mean, we've been fans of Bull Dempsey since even before we knew anything. Before, as soon as we saw Smith James wrestle. Yeah. But, man, once again, Mojo Raleigh is just there. Mojo Raleigh, just, he's a glorified jobber right now. Um, I, I don't even see say if they keep up with this gimmick, he's not going to last. I don't, I don't. I don't even see. Um, I don't understand. I just don't understand Mojo Rawley. And there's nothing to understand there. There's nothing there that's making me think like, oh, this is great or this is cool. It just doesn't make sense. I think they just have to cut their ties with Mojo. And I hate saying that, but yeah, you never want to say ah fudge it. I always do say that. I can't yeah. really say that. I wouldn't say that because I do say that. That's I like mean, I even. I even tweeted last night with Charlotte. I was like, I don't. I hate saying it, but just get rid of them. They're not. They're not doing anything. It's not doing anything for the company. Yeah, she's a fucking second generation star, or whatever. She's not a star. Yeah, Mojo Rawley's not doing anything. There's nothing going on with Mojo that makes everybody happy to see him. No, not at all. I don't understand um, how all those fans in the front row and all the around the NXT arena have the Mojo shit. I don't understand. I don't get it. Because they probably pass it out. Even still, I wouldn't. I would. I would take it. I wouldn't cheer. I mean, I could see them passing it all out and being like, "Listen, you're in the front row, so you have to cheer for these people. If you don't, we're gonna find someone that will." I mean, it's just it's his first basic major run at a gimmick. Just repackage him. Get off the television. Go go home. Yeah. Get, for get, sure. Get, I agree. Repackage. Work on something. Something has to be there for him. He's yeah. built like a wrestler. I don't know. I agree with you. But uh, I guess everything will find out September 11th on the WWE Network for NXT TakeOver. Uh, I, I think basically all the matches are announced. Ah. But uh, let's move on to some outside the ring news, shall we? Yes, we shall. Um, yeah, apparently RVD's 90 Days is up. Which I guess we kind of knew. Yeah, we, we knew it was going to happen very soon. Um, we knew his time. He was going on limited time. Yeah. We knew this. So, so it's not yeah. a big surprise. Like Everybody's like, oh, my God, Rob Van Dam's appearing at all these indie shows, yeah. all these events. Oh, my God, how could this happen? Let me tell it's, you, it's like, uh, oh, nobody gives a shit. It's like, oh, I'll tell you how it happened. We know he's got a limited contract. Yeah. And even still, nobody cares. I would, I would care if Rob Van Dam was wrestling on the Indies, but that's not happening. Yeah, I mean, I no. Why, why am I agree with you? No, I wouldn't. Yes, care. you would care if Depending you went. On, if you no. were, go, yeah, okay. 
Don't okay, say, okay. say the next if, sentence, asshole. If if you say that RVD is going to be at this place, I'm not going to give a crap. If you say RVD is against Trent Beretta at NYWC, then I will go. Yeah. Or well, Tony Nese, then I will go. But, but you, if it's that, RVD that you would versus, care. huh? That you would care. But you won't yeah. care. You don't. You won't care if it's like RVD and Sabu versus the Dudley Boys or Team no. 3D. No. That wouldn't make sense. Where's Sabu no. been? I have, feel like we haven't heard about him in, in weeks. Sabu months. was actually just announced for the uh, JCW tournament that they're having. Oh, really? Yeah, he was, I think he was the last, uh, last person announced. Right? Does it feel like we haven't heard about Sabu in months? Um, I guess. That's weird. I don't know. I'm okay with it. I'm not really. He doesn't really have to. I'm sure he's got money. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I don't really give a crap for Sabu. I don't care i don't think he's a good wrestler i don't we should I, have he's just entertaining we should have a segment like wrestlers i don't give a crap about and yeah then you just go on name like could, like hit go here's a new segment sabu's on the list who else cole cabana keep going oh man are we really gonna go like this right now yeah two more three more actually all right so wrestlers that i dave the rave does not care about uh, we have Sabu, Cole Cabana. Uh, we'll go with Cameron. <laughs> we'll go with, um, who else do I not care about? I might as well go with Mojo Raleigh. And let's make the last one a little bit good. Um, wrestler that I do not care about. Ooh, I, I'm thinking of a few, but, you know... I, I, there are lines that you do not cross, or do you? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Who's the fifth one? Just, just say, just go ahead and say Jewasaurus. Oh, well, <laughs> I didn't want to throw him under the bus. No, I was but just yeah. kidding. The Jewasaurus, number five. What a fucking gimmick. Yeah. It's a, it's a great gimmick, bro. Yeah, copycat. You could buy his t-shirts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, uh, um, yeah, some outside the ring news, more. Um, yeah, but while I, since I mentioned it, JCW, the Jersey Jade Cup 2014, going to be taking place November 14th in New Jersey, Manville, New Jersey. Um, but that is where you can see Sabu in action. Visit jerseychampionshipwrestling.com. Um, did I get cut off? No, you didn't. I thought you were going to talk more about oh. who was in the... Oh, I... Could. I just didn't. I didn't have it all up. I just heard the go silent, so I wasn't too sure. Why? What do you normally hear when I'm not talking? Uh, <laughs> I hear a little bit of static, but not really static. Static. No. Oh. It's yeah. Um, should I, should, when I'm not talking, should I just go like this? No, I shouldn't, right? I would probably advise you not. Do you to. know what sound that was? Yeah. Could I have some? Can you have some? That makes me really think you don't know what it was. Was it the little uh, pop what, rocks. bubble wrap? Oh, bubble oh, wrap! It's a fucking wrap. plastic water bottle. Oh, it's not like bubble wrap. Yeah, maybe we're in that business now. Maybe we're yeah, in you got, so you got Sabu, you got Frightmare, uh, Shane Strickland, Peaky Sanchez, Lance on Hawaii. Oh, really? Uh, you got Brian Myers, the Prince of Queens. And a ton more. Rich Swan, uh, the Grim Reefer, Chris Saban, Aaron Epic. Uh, you, it's it's going to be a really good tournament. Joey Janela, the Zebra Kid, Jigsaw, Bandito Jr., 
it's definitely going to be entertaining. Uh, JCW is putting on some awesome stuff. Even that's in November. October they have October 18th. They have Mick Foley coming in. So it should be very entertaining. Go visit facebook.com slash JCW Pro Wrestling. And you can also check them out on Twitter, JCW Pro Wrestling. Oh, and on uh, the website, jerseychampionshipwrestling.com. Yeah. So uh, more indie stuff. Not really. Um, Havoc, I guess, will be making her debut next week yeah, on Impact, Impact Wrestling or tonight. No, yesterday? no, no, next week. First of next all, week. it's no longer yesterday. Impact moved Wednesdays. Oh, yeah, Wednesdays. Um, yeah, but I think it's so stupid that oh. you're hyping up this wrestler and we have seen pictures of it because it's already pre-taped and everything. I feel like it just takes away so much from it. I hate, like, yes, I understand you have to conserve money, but it just takes away so much of the potential uh, hype and shock value from your product. Yeah, but That's I guess now on the on the whole subject of uh, of TNA moving to Wednesdays, I guess it's official now that SmackDown's on Thursdays. That I guess oh, Sci-Fi. I think I think Sci-Fi announced their fall lineup and starting October. Oh uh, yeah, starting October. Starting October, I believe it'll move to Thursdays. That's very interesting. It wasn't on there at all. What do you mean? Um, that Impact Wrestling. Wasn't part of the list. No, no, we're talking about SmackDown, bro. Oh, I thought you. Sw- I thought you were talking about Impact. I for- said, speaking of Impact moving to Wednesdays. Uh huh. WWE SmackDown is officially now, I believe, moving to to Thursdays. Uh, for some reason, I heard you, but I switched over to the other one. Which can we just dive right into this one? Well, before you, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think you know what I'm going to dive into. WWE magazine. We said it the other month or whatever. Apparently, there it's like their final edition is October, which I better be getting refunded for because I have a subscription till April. Yeah, everybody, if you have a subscription and you're not going to get your money's worth or your money back, argue, complain, don't be a bitch and just say, "Oh, it's WWE. It's okay. Have my money." I don't even get know. I don't even know a phone number to call. I have to call WWE shop. Call every to give me you another. Got. I'm about to call Reverend Al. Do it. I'll put, tell him to put WWE Shop on blast. You do that. Imagine I Fuck did. Reverend Al. Don't even... Reverend Al. Give me a fucking break. Why? He, he's the one that helped me with my bar mitzvah lessons. Was it? No. <laughs> Come uh, getting on. on. <laughs> Are you still recording? Yeah. How could Reverend Al Sharpton help me with bar mitzvah lessons? <laughs> I have no clue. I I just I thought it was just a joke. The rational thought you're like, wait, really? No, I thought that yeah, I thought you were just joking around. The Pope actually helped me with my bar mitzvah lessons as well. Yeah, no. Al Sharpton is a piece of crap. To you. To me, yeah, and oh, a lot Joe of other Cocker people. all of a sudden? No. Reverend Al Sharpton, fuck him. He is a shit stirrer. He doesn't care about anybody but his, the size of his wallet. He Not will make a what profit I thought you were going to say. Not what I thought you were going to say at all. Yeah. The size of his wall. I was like, no, don't say that. <laughs> yeah. No, he only cares about making a buck. That's it. Yeah. Um, Beyond Wrestling will be having an event uh, this Sunday, actually. So if you're listening to this on Friday or Sunday, you should make sure you get yeah, over Saturday. Oh, yeah, yeah, Saturday. Make sure you get over to Providence, Rhode Island. 
on the 31st because they're going to be having their secret show, which is going to be taking place at the RWA uh, Chop Shop. You're going to be seeing Matt Taven versus uh, Ryan Rush, The Pieces of Hate, Jigsaw the Shard versus Flawless and Lawless, Blake Morris and uh, Rex Lawless. You'll be seeing a ton more. Uh, John Silver versus Tracy Williams, uh, Kip, Francis Kiplin Stevens versus Super Cop Dick Justice, and a ton more. And then on their other show later on that night, you're going to be seeing at the Battle of uh, New England, which is taking place in Providence, Rhode Island, at the Feet Music, F-E-T-E Music. Um, and at that one, you're going to be seeing Doom Patrol, Chris Dickinson and Jocka taking on Team Tremendous, Dan Barry and Bill Carr. Um, and a ton more. Matt Tremont versus Stockade. Make sure you're checking it out. Go visit lookmanofans.com. Yeah, so go definitely, check it out. definitely check that all out. Yeah, Beyond Wrestling. A lot of good stuff going on there. Yeah. And that is all the – oh, Verbal Devitt. Let's talk about him for a little bit. They've been uh, releasing videos of him and pictures of him. Um, recently, there was a picture of him in full ba- in body paint of his, uh, I think it was Carnage. I don't remember. I have to go look at the picture was again. Was it Venom? It was someone from Spider-Man. Oh, no. Wasn't it the Punisher? Was it Punisher? Yeah, it was Punisher. It was Punisher. Yeah, I didn't remember which picture he tweeted. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was him with, uh, Kevin with Steen. Kevin Steen and got a lot of people talking. Talking a lot. And then he also he's also been tweeting out pictures of him in his Venom uh, in Carnage costume. Right? I don't know. Yeah, I think one is Carnage. It's It'll be interesting to see, though, because I guess as of now it appears that he'll be just going as Fergal Devitt. Yeah. But, um, of course, anything can change. Yeah, WWE even released an interview talking to him, a few interviews speaking with him. So it's going to be very exciting to see what's going to be happening in NXT. Yeah, these next six months should be like a huge... We have Kenton making his debut. We have Kevin Steen making his debut. David will be making his debut. Hopefully Solomon Crow. Um, I'm going to say not hopefully. I'm going to say hopefully he'll just come right up to yeah, WWE. Yeah, I think that would be best for business. Bring him right up to the main stage. I mean, this past week he was trending. Yeah. Uh, he had hashtag... We, what is it? Uh, hashtag we want crow. We want crow. He had that trending worldwide uh, I, a few days ago. And he's a cool dude, too. So Yeah, no, definitely. Not that that's a factor in anything. I just But, yeah, make sure you're tweeting, tweeting to WWE, telling them you want to see Solomon Crow brought up to the main roster. Hashtag infected Crow. Hashtag we want Crow. Yeah. Um, is, that, yeah. is that all the outside the ring news? That is all the outside the ring news. I Let's get like, on to my like- I said I was, was going to say I feel like we're missing something, but like shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. The first shameless plug is going to go out to Solomon Crow. Staying on that topic, uh, go follow him. Get his follower, uh, followers up there. Make the let the WWE know that you want to see him on the, on WWE television. He is a talented, talented wrestler. Uh, go follow him at WWE. Crow. Yeah, which I guess the Twitter. sorry, sorry to cut you off, kind of, but you're good. That's what the news, I guess, came out saying Triple H didn't like that gimmick or whatever. Which one, the hacker? The hacker. All right, that's which fine. I mean, I didn't like it either, but hey, you know, he he's on to his next gimmick already. Yeah, 
Oh, so the more, guy, more he's power. very smart on the mic. Which is exactly, exactly what I'm saying with Mojo. It didn't work. Move on. You still have that. That's what NXT is for. Exactly. Try something else. Yeah. Um, also, go follow Weekly Wrestling Podcast, the next big thing in wrestling pro- uh, podcasts. Go check them out on Twitter, at Wrestling uh, Weekly W Podcast. That is at Weekly W Podcast. Go follow them. Um, also, go check them out on their website, weeklywrestlingpodcast.com. Um, they have a great podcast going. And they also have their coverage of PWG Bola 2014, which is, uh, I guess, going on later on tonight, which is Friday. So going a little bit later on tonight. But yeah, PWG Bola this weekend, and they have an awesome coverage of it. So blogtalkradio.com slash weekly wrestling podcast. You can go check them out there as well. And last but not least, once my computer loads all of you marks up there. All right. Uh Marks. What date is it? Is this obviously the one that's yeah, August twenty-eighth? All the way down to August. Oh, then this is still up here. Okay, let me get to the twenty-eighth. Wait, yeah, no. This is the 25th. From the 25th? Yeah. Not the 18th. Right. Okay. All right. So we're going to start off with John Griffin. Go follow him on Twitter, at John Griffin. Thank you very much for your tweets. Uh, go follow Josh S. Shamrock. Rob Kimball Brand. He also has a YouTube show that you can go watch and subscribe to. Sid 40 S-Y-N-N-E-D-40. Jasmine at Reverse Enem Saj. Rohit RK at Rohit CR2K. He tweets us so often and tweets this out to his followers. Um, and we appreciate it. So thank you very, very much. Yeah. And uh, before we move on, we were featured in the Huffington Post. So you could definitely check that article out. Yes, courtesy of, uh, written by Anthony Romeo. Yeah, you can follow him on Twitter at AnthonyRomeo1. Uh, I very much so appreciate it. I know you appreciate it as well. Yeah, I love it. Um, also go follow Allie at the TheAllieCat1122. May or may not get a link to you, uh, but she is doing the Tough Mudder in October. So tweet to her. Wish her luck on her, tr- uh, on her training. Uh, know that she's going to kick some ass. Also, go follow the PTE show. That is the PTE show. You can also go check him out on on YouTube. Has two YouTube shows, Perry the Entertainer. And uh, he also has a, a sp- overall sports show on YouTube as well. So go subscribe to both of them. Why not? Yeah. Also, go follow Justin at Justin DeRose at 316. Hey, Brandon. Yeah. Shout outs. Brandon's shout outs gonna make you pregnant. That's right. It's my shout outs. I got, I lost what I was gonna say there. I was gonna say Mark at moment of the week. I was like, that isn't right. Well, make sure you find it. Yes. The Oddball Comedy Festival gets the first shout out. It was awesome to see comedians like Bill Barr and Louis C.K. at Jones Beach. It was also nice to see that Sarah Silverman bombed. 
So. Why would you say you? All right, so you won't say that you hope that a wrestler gets fired, but you will say you hope a comedian bombs. I don't like Sarah Silverman, and that just proves that everybody else at Jones Beach didn't either. I was with yeah. people like, oh, I love Sarah Silverman, and then she came out, and not one joke did they laugh at. She sat on some fat dude's lap for like five minutes as a joke. That really? isn't funny. Yeah, it's not really too funny. Yeah, and the guy blew it. She was like asking him all these questions. And she yeah, he did. Of, that uh, must be uncomfortable. Probably. Yeah, probably. Uh, up next, there's an anti-shout-out going to the HQ nightclub at the Revel in Atlantic City. Uh, they denied me entry to their club uh, due to my sneakers, according to them. But everyone else was wearing sneakers. I think it's because of my orange hair. The uh, I, I went to, yeah. I mean, like, I don't understand. You're closing in, like, ten days... Why wouldn't you accept money? All money. Right? Yeah, it's bogus. But then I found out it was 40 bucks. I was like, nope, never mind. I don't even give a shit. I'm not going in anyway. And everyone's like, they, they, everyone else I was with got in and the, the security guard looks at me and like laughs. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? He goes, oh, there's no way you can come in. He goes, he's like flashing his, he's shining his, his uh, flashlight. On my sneakers, and then I, was, I start walking away. I was like, whatever, I'm good. He goes, you should try to get the pub, the public like uh, backing. Whatever. He, against uh, them. I, I, I start walking away. He goes, whoa, 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 wait. Let me ask my supervisor. Let me ask my supervisor. So he shines the flashlight on him, and he's like, this guy wants to come in. He's with a group of people, but he's wearing these shoes. And the guy's like, absolutely not. I was like, and, and all the meanwhile, while this conversation between the two of them are happening, I'm like, I'm not, I don't give a shit. I'm no longer coming into your club. I don't care. I'm not coming into your club. I didn't want to come in in the first place. I'm not, and he's just not, he's completely disregarding the fact that I'm saying I don't give a fuck about you. You should have just, not... just turned around and walked away. Well, I was trying to get to my friends to tell them that I'm, that I'm not coming in and I'm going to be going back to the hotel to sit outside or whatever. So that's what I did. I, it was a nice, beautiful night out in Atlantic City. Sat outside on the boardwalk listening to music right outside the showboat, right outside House of Blues. House of Blues is playing some great music. There you go. Yeah. And then uh, last but not least, I'm giving the last shout-out to Pirates of the Caribbean 5. Pirates of the Caribbean. Pirates of the Caribbean, whatever you want to say, 5. Uh, and I would love for everybody listening to this to tweet to at Disney, at Bruckheimer JB. Spell that. B-R-U-C-K-H-E-I-M-E-R-J-B. Do it. At JB Films and at Disney Pictures. And just say something like, at BTTG161 has a great orange beard. He should be an extra pirate in hashtag POTC5. Something like that, just a, a letting them know that me, BTTG161, is Brandon, whatever, and... I have an orange beard, and I want to be in Pirates of the Caribbean 5, an extra in Pirates of the Caribbean 5. Please let them know that. Please, I mean, not that I think this is going anywhere at all, but that'd be amazing if it's like, oh, it started on Twitter and then graduated to But you have to, to put a picture out. out there so they can see your face and your No, I don't, have, I, don't, I don't need that. It should just be based, it should be based off all buzz. Oh, my Maybe. God, this guy has a great orange beard. I kind of... I kind of think they need to see who you are, though. I don't think so, David. Uh, now it's time for our... Uh, 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 <laughs> Mark out moment.
That's right. The marked out moment of the week this week will be going to the Monday Night Wars on the WWE Network exclusively there. Uh, takes a great insight between uh, WWE Monday Night Raw and WCW Monday Night Nitro. Although there wasn't Monday Night Nitro in there. It was just Monday Night Monday Nitro. Uh, great, great uh, back and forth between... Not back and forth. It was a great segment. I'm still watching them while there's more to be watched. You didn't see any of this, right, Dave? No, I really would like to, though. Yeah, you should definitely check it out when you get the chance. It, so far, there's a bunch of them posted. I, I only sat through the beginning one, mm-hmm. the uh, first one posted. But, like, there's Lugers there. Uh, I think Tony Schiavone's interviewed. You got uh, Vince Russo. All these WCW guys, of course... Uh, they have interviews, like older interviews with Vince. They have newer interviews with Vince. Uh, newer, old inter- interviews with Cena. There's uh, the older interview with Bischoff. It'd be cool if they got him for for newer ones, but maybe he's still doing stuff with TNA. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But definitely check out the Monday Night Wars on the WWE Network. And this was our show this week. Marking out episode 186. I 186 am, in the books. Yes. You can follow me on Twitter at BTDG161. You can follow Dave on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore M-O. Uh, you could also tweet to Chris at Chris Sweendog. I don't think he tweets anymore, but it was his son's first birthday today. Yeah, happy birthday. Yeah, uh, happy birthday, Jordan. Yeah, for sure. And uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Out. You could like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Out. Stay tuned to YouTube. Hopefully we'll get another Cooking with Brandon episode up there and out there to the world. You can see Dave take the ALS Ice Bucket Challenge and uh, accepting it on behalf of both of us. Oh, yeah. I didn't even mention that. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, I accepted the challenge for the both of us. Uh and challenged uh, the world champion, Judah Friedlander. Uh, challenged the Big O. And also challenged Milk Chocolate, Brandon Watts, and Randy Summers. So make sure you tweet to all of them and ask them where their video is. We nominated them. We want to see that video. Yeah. And uh, you can check out the Huffington Post article. You could check out... Old uh, past episodes, markingout.com. Please leave comments, questions, everything you want. We'll read it. Everything you want answered, we'll answer. Um, everything, uh, yeah, just rate us on on iTunes. Subscribe on iTunes. Give us that five-star liking if you like us. If you don't like us, it, it hurts, but whatever. We'll move on. And we wish you the... Best Best of luck in your future endeavors. endeavors.